0: Thank you for downloading the sermon podcast of Calvary Chapel of Mercer County. Enjoy the message.
1: All right. All right, everybody. Good evening. good evening. Good evening. We are in Genesis chapter 6. We left off uh, in verse 8. Um, so we mentioned it last time we were together. Verse 8 reads But Noah found favor. In the eyes of the Lord, but so we'll, uh, we'll obviously I just did. We'll reread that verse uh, and then uh, <laughs> dig into the rest of our passage. Now, remember, you know, verse eight starts with the word "but," so the idea is that something that was talked about previously certainly would make more sense last week um, than it does today. So we remind ourselves essentially of what verse five says. It says, "The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart." was only evil continually. So we have this fallen state of things here in the world. Um, Certainly there's the issue back in verse 4 of the Nephilim uh, and the giants in the land and what all that meant. We spent some time considering that. Um, So the world's in a pretty messed up place. And and then you have verse 8, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Some of your versions, instead of favor, it reads... What word? Grace. It says grace, right? Some of them says uh, Noah found grace uh, in the eyes of the Lord. And uh, Noah, as you know the story, most of us, Noah found favor, God extended to him grace. But is Noah the only one at this time period that God extended grace to? No. 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 How long did it take Noah to build his boat?
2: (laughs) You remember? Exactly.
3: 120
1: years? I think it's 100, but there's that verse in verse 2 that says, My spirit shall not abide in man forever. Excuse me, verse 3. For he is flesh, his days shall be 120 years. Some think, some think that means that man had 120 years and then the flood was going to come. Others interpret that, that's going to be like man's lifespan, 120 years. We have the number, the last verse of chapter 5, It says, after Noah was 500 years old, Shem, Ham, and Japheth were born. And then you go into chapter 6, and so we assume that happens right after the 500. doesn't necessarily mean that, but if you look at chapter 7, verse 6, it says Noah was 600 years old when the flood came. And so based on the fact that we assume he was 500, the flood came when he was 600, it must have been 100 years, possibly it could be that God told him, a flood was coming when he was four hundred and eighty. Mm-hmm. That last verse just mentions that mm-hmm. by the time he was five hundred, he had three kids, and and that's what the hundred and twenty years. We don't know for sure. You no,
3: know, I'm just thinking like living six hundred years is like wild to me.
1: Well, he lived nine hundred. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. Crazy.
4: yeah. Yes, well, ma'am. Well, I was thinking about how much work, yeah, he, energy he yes. has yes. Yes. at that age. I couldn't build
1: him. Well. Six out of nine. I guess we lived to about 90. He was 60. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that at 60 either, probably. Yeah, so we should be impressed. Noah's very impressive.
2: You're saying 600 out of 900. Is that what you Yeah, thinking? so you're that's
1: like, kind of like our 60 out of 90. <laughs> yeah. So, in a sense, he was like a 60 year old guy out there doing all that. So,
2: 600 was the now. Yeah. 60 is the new 600. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That's uh, well, I along also, what you were saying is, we don't know how long, but obviously he built an ark and it didn't take a day.
1: Yeah, yeah certainly.
2: Well, it's yeah. the
4: same size as our big ships and with all the things that we have to make it faster and easier.
1: How long do they Go take, do you wood think?
2: Tar. Well, <laughs> a a wooden ship, how long did that take? Out?
1: Right, I'm wondering, like, even a big naval vessel today, yeah. what's that take? Years, probably, yeah. right?
2: Yeah,
1: at
4: least And, or and, yeah. you know, and that's like a team of engineers working and he was basically by himself. or Maybe his kids
1: or something. Yeah, yeah.
4: But there was no community helping him.
1: They were <laughs> laughing at him. All right, well, so we know that um, Noah, <coughs> he didn't build the boat in secret. He didn't go out into the woods or something and build this boat, and nobody knew about it. Um,
2: we'll after chopping down all the wood to make the boat it wasn't course, that that, yeah. that's
1: true <laughs> second Peter chapter 2 verse 5 calls Noah a herald of righteousness um, first Peter chapter 3 verse 20 says this God's patience waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared in which is with, in which a few that is eight persons were brought safely through the water so here is this herald of righteousness that is essentially proclaiming to the people that God's judgment is coming, but God's judgment was, was put off because of his patience, and it was put off until the, the ship certainly was built. But all of that time, folks could have repented. Um, I mean, I guess that leads to a conversation. Could they, really? You know, here we go <laughs> yeah. again. But folks could have repented, one would assume, if, hey, please take me on the boat with you. I, I buy in everything you're saying. No, you're not allowed. You're not one of my kids. I can't imagine. Um, and so God's grace, uh, Noah found that grace, um, but it was extended to others as well. Um, now let's keep reading. S- go ahead, sir. Uh,
2: well, so when we were talking about the Nephilim and all that
1: stuff. hmm We're going to get to that. I was going to say, <laughs> what,
2: so there, there was, a, there was not only... We jumped the shark. There wasn't just a righteousness region, there was mm-hmm. a purity region.
1: Yes, okay. we're going to get to that. Okay. All right, so um. let's read, where is the verse? Uh, Again, verse 8, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. There, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation, and Noah walked with God. And verse 10, and Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. All right, so it refers to Noah as a righteous man. That's also, he's called a righteous man, again, in the book of Ezekiel. Um, it says, in some versions, it's worded that he was blameless, in his generation. So let's look at it just at that perspective for a moment. Um, righteous and blameless. How can that be? Was Noah a sinner? Yes. 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 But he's without blame. How can he be a sinner? Great. Just like us.
5: Well, he, fo- he followed after God instead of the, uh, the idols and the, the practices which the, the peoples who were under judgment were.
1: Mm. But he was still a sinner. Yes, yes, but, he, you're but he,
5: his its heart was um, towards God, where the it's, it seems to indic- indicate that these other people who um, their hearts were towards other things
1: mm-hmm. than the Lord. Okay. else
5: they want to come under judgment.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. Now, Baron, you said just like us. What mm-hmm. are you referring to? Grace. What? Um, where you are? Our
0: blamelessness comes from the Lord specifically through Jesus' sacrifice. And then technically, I mean, we can't see it here, but in the whole council, Jesus covers him too. But he probably, he did the things that God prescribed for sin faithfully.
1: In his day. Yeah. Okay. And that's what caused him to be righteous and blameless.
0: Well, God's grace imparted to him through that
1: process. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
6: I was thinking about something, but I don't know, because I don't know if you want to delve into that.
1: I don't know. It depends. Okay. <laughs> well, because well, it
6: ties into what Mark was saying.
4: Uh-oh. Um, <laughs>
6: no, <laughs> but I, really I'm, need... I'm just saying it from this perspective. Cool. Um, like, Noah's line and his children probably weren't corrupted by that mixture. So they're, they were more pure in that sense as well.
1: So how do you get that, though, from these verses?
6: You just kind of know, like, when you read it within the context of everything before and after
2: it. Well, okay. the, in contrast, verse 11, verse... Let's see, did we, how did we get there? Yeah, let's see. Blameless, verse 9, now the earth was corrupt. So, it's the contrast between the corruptness, which we talked about last week, mm-hmm. and Noah, that it was... And it, when we talked about it's the preservation of the yeah. Messianic line. Yeah.
1: Now, the King James... I'm sorry to interrupt. Go no, ahead. but that,
2: that's sort of what, That's sort of the reasoning that I've heard it. Yeah, that's,
6: yeah, and that's how I look at
1: it, too. Yeah, King yeah. James translates... I cut you off. Go uh, ahead. No, no, yes. no. Come,
6: don't go ahead.
1: It. it translates blameless in his generation as yeah. perfect in his gen- generations. Yeah. Um, another guy even loosely translates. He's not saying this is how it's translated, but his thinking was pure in his genetic profile, and that's the idea of, you know, the yeah. Nephilim. They came in, corrupted... Um, humanity, but Noah's family was pure in its genetic profile. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, that is certainly one direction you can go with this, and a lot of people go in that particular direction. But as far as, even if you do want to just concentrate on, focus on the fact that Noah was a righteous man, we're not saying he was without sin, um, but as we read in Hebrews chapter 11.7, it says this, by and it's the whole everyone who has faith that chapter by faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household, and by this he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. And so it seems that the author of the book of Hebrews is making the case that. This righteousness is not so much dependent on the purity of his family uh, line, but that the righteousness is directly related to his faith. And both may be true, actually. Mm -hmm. But that's what the Hebrews writer is looking at, is that God told him he believed God, and that was credited to him as righteousness. And so he goes out and he starts building this boat. And we know that it is faith that will always be credited to us as our righteousness. Mm -hmm. From verses like... Anybody have any in their mind? By
2: faith through grace, by grace through faith. By grace through faith. Yep, I had to get the order. I had to get the order.
1: Good, and that's Ephesians two, right? Two. Okay. Any others?
6: Without faith, it is impossible. To please God. Can't please
1: God without faith. Where's that from? Um, I
6: know it's in Hebrews. It's eleven. It's in eleven chapters.
1: <coughs> that's what I was thinking. Good. This is from Romans four. It says, it's talking about uh, Abraham. It says, no distrust made him, Abraham, waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith and he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. That is why his faith was, and then it's quoted, counted to him as righteousness. But the words, again quoting, it was counted to him, they were not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him, who raised from the dead, Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. And so, uh, my version says, counted to him. Um, The theological word, some of your versions have it. You know what that's called? Begins with an I and an M and a P.
3: Imparted. Close. Imputed.
1: Imputed. I don't think we use that word for anything else in the world, do we? Anybody ever had anything imputed otherwise? Just righteousness. As far as I know, that's all that can be imputed is righteousness. And so uh, our righteousness is imputed to us because of Jesus, because of faith, right? That's the point that's being made. He's using Abraham as an example. Um, And that was the instance of Abraham's faith that God could raise Isaac back from the dead, and so, our faith in Jesus. All right, well, Noah walked with God. What does that mean? It's the same word that Enoch
0: walked with God. That verb's the same.
1: Okay, so what does it mean? Mm
4: -hmm. Constantly abiding.
1: Constantly abiding, walking. walking.
0: (laughs) And I, I would assume there's probably something more to it. I mean, obviously Noah wasn't translated, but... If, if Enoch walked with God and then was taken away, it's kind of a similar vibe. He was protected through it. Uh-huh. I mean, if you get in the types, Enoch would be like a church vibe. And then <laughs> nice Noah could be kind of like Israel. But hey, Barron, Is it the same word as when you walk with him in the pool of day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same word. Yeah, same mm-hmm. verb. The yep. physical walking? Mm-hmm. It
4: Permit-
0: Permit- Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I'll give you the actual.
4: I walked in the garden, and, um, constantly thinking and praying, having communion
5: with God.
1: Okay. So the idea of having a relationship with him, knowledge of him, interacting with him.
5: It's a really generic word.
1: You're looking it up? Yeah. It okay. means, like,
5: all of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, how about that? It means to keep in step with, mm-hmm. um, to follow, to go forth, along with, along, uh, To go away with, to move forward with.
3: Super. It's actually pretty specific. It's not really Mm. generic. It gives you a lot of leeway.
1: (laughs) So I assume lots of people in the Bible walked with God, or at least it was said that they did. I don't
4: know.
1: (laughs) Jesus. Just the two, Enoch and Noah are specifically referred to as walking with God. Now I suspect Abraham did, and David did, and others did. But these two guys in particular are mentioned as having done so, whereas it's not really said that of others. And well, it, could
2: this be, because I think when we talked about <coughs> now, so we talked about the garden that they, they walked with it. Well, Adam and Eve did too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, subject? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, it's the same. Before. But did we say that there's, a, there's a, a distancing of God from mankind over time? so that Adam and Eve walked mm-hmm. with God, and then they got kicked out. Right. And then Enoch walked with God, but was it the same kind of, uh, and yeah. then Was Noah a little bit, and then we don't have it mentioned anymore.
3: we don't have the standard of what walking with God means. They use a whole bunch of things.
2: By Abraham's
5: time, which Noah was still alive, right? It's true. Um, he had to approach people. Mm.
1: Didn't, even hmm. Well, well, I, I'll point out this thing that uh, Baron pointed out. Enoch, I think I said this already when we did Enoch. Um, Enoch walked with God and was no more; he was taken. Um, Noah walked with God and is preserved. You know, and so in the sense you might say, Enoch looks like the church being taken out of judgment. Noah preserved in judgment. Enoch symbol of the church. Noah symbol of the Jews. Just something to consider. Or not, if you don't want to. I've I've considered that. I I know you have, yes. All right, well, anyway, let's move on. Verse 11. Now, excuse me. The earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. Sounds familiar? Mm -hmm. Did you skip ten? Did I? Not on purpose. No, No,
5: with his three sons. Yeah.
1: yeah he, well, I read it earlier. I didn't talk about it. Okay. Did you want to talk about it?
5: No, that's I just was wondering if he skipped it or not. We'll talk about
1: those right. guys more after the flood. Okay. Um, yeah. Because well, yeah, the whole them? world comes from them. So we'll talk about that. Well, um, One of them was a little naughty. <laughs> <coughs> naughty. <laughs> One of them was a, like a bad comedian. He was uh Ham.
2: All
1: right, well, that's a bad comedian. Yeah. All right, verse 11. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. I find it interesting, verse 12, that reads that way, corrupted their way on the earth. King James translates that, corrupted his way on the earth. What do you have, buddy? His way, um, which is kind of interesting to consider. Um, the, is, it, is it talking about God's way? No, is it talking man's about way man's, way? Own way?
4: man's own
1: way? Well, either way, the, did it, they corrupted it. The <laughs> version I have is God looked at the earth observing
0: how corrupt its population had become because the entire human race had corrupted itself.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jay, do you want to add anything to that? No, I do not. Well, the earth was corrupt, as it says in God's sight. And so, would you say sin abounded? But what's the story about? Where sin abounds? Grace abounds all the more, it says in uh, Romans 5. You know, So, you might look at that and you're like, well, how? wait a minute. If, indeed, what did I say? We're on the earth, two quadrillion people, and then you guys are... Some people died or whatever, but, you know, billions and billions of people on the earth and only eight were saved. How is grace abounding in that instance?
4: They all had their same opportunity.
1: Okay, there's one. Because the
2: human race was saved.
1: Because the human race was saved, and that's Jesus. Jesus, just keep yelling out Jesus. If you're not sure, just yell out that name, yeah, and you'll get the answer right. Uh, Because (laughs) God's plan of salvation is Jesus. All right. Well,
2: you mean in the long look there?
1: In the very long look, yeah. Yeah. But, day is uh, is a thousand years. (laughs) So there you go. It's only a couple days later that salvation would come. All right. Well, uh, the earth is corrupt, God's sight, violence filled the earth. So, how do verses 11 and 12 connect back to verse 5? in your estimation. It's kind of maybe uh, further clarifying something. So again, back in 5, uh, wickedness is great in the earth. Um, verse 11, corrupt in God's sight. Um, back in verse 5, every intention of the thoughts of his heart is evil continually. That could mean anything. You know, all sorts of Um, plotting and scheming Uh, verse 11 talks about this idea of uh, filled being filled with violence that that's the idea of being filled to the brim Um, really can't have any more Um, and then again it talks about it being corrupt and all flesh had corrupted their way and and so on and so forth and so the word violence could be translated um, violence which it is most of the time something like 39 times Um, cruelty Injustice, um, oppression—all of those fit for a meaning there, and I suspect that to some degree, all of those things are being seen in in the Earth at that time. And and quite frankly, it's really what we're seeing in our Earth uh, in this particular day. And you know, we we know as it was in the days of Noah. Of course, that can mean a bunch of things, um, but certainly. Our, our society is not too far off from some of the things that we're seeing here. You know, one person I read, they they described when, when they started their career in law enforcement, um, it would have been like the, the 60s or whatever, early 60s, late 50s maybe, you know, a criminal would say, your money or your life. Mm. And... He said by the time he ended his career, 40 years later, it became your money and your life. Mm-hmm. There just began to be such a lack of respect mm-hmm. for human life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's pretty much what we see and observe, you know. I, I, and why? Certainly sin, but I think desensitization, if that's mm-hmm. a proper word. Um, just because it's
3: a we... seared conscience.
1: Yeah, and we see it so much and it's yeah. it's on games, it's on TV or whatever. Even... Even real stuff we used to not show. Mm-hmm. Now what they do is, this may be uncomfortable for some of you to watch. So go in the other room if you want to. You know what I mean? And it's like, and so we put it there. And, and certainly we put it on Facebook. And you know, people's heads being decapitated, you know, by ISIS or whatever. We put it right there on Facebook, YouTube. and and it'll be one of the highest things. You may not like it. You may not agree with it. But there's just this need to turn it on and watch it, you know, and you have to kind of work against that. He's like, I don't need that in my head. I don't need that in my mind. But we've become a society, sadly, that uh, (laughs) violence is rampant, uh, as it was then. Yes, sir? Just
0: from a secular, you know, just like if you look at our country, the whole Judeo-Christian ethic is withered away. I mean, even if someone wasn't a believer, they still had that ethic that they respected that the country was founded on, that's gone. Mm-hmm. I think that is, I mean, only one who actually adheres to that would go with that, and those who aren't, you know, the progressive or secular humanists, whatever you want to call that, you know, they, their philosophy or whatever is just a completely different vibe than, than what the country was founded on.
1: So then perhaps this idea of the respect for life... It's just not threaded through the culture? Is that what you mean? It's less,
0: yeah, it's it's diminished, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I think you're probably right. All right, well, let's keep going. Verse 13, And God said to Noah, I've determined to make an end of all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence through them. Behold, I'll destroy them with the earth. Make yourself, therefore, an ark of gopher wood, make rooms in the ark, and cover it inside and out with flesh i us start breaking that down, he says make an end to all flesh and again, I don't know how many people on the earth but it was more than 30 people it was millions and billions of people on the earth, and he says here make an end to all flesh, and so some will look at this, and some have criticized you know, it is ironic we, we decorate our kids our babies, you know bedrooms with Noah's Ark stuff or whatever, and it's a rough story you know, when you're looking at it, millions of people are going to die by the end of the couple of chapters here mm-hmm. and find on. So people have criticized the God of the Old Testament, not just for this story, but for others, mm-hmm. and say things that, you know, he's cruel and he's um, harsh and he's a monster and all these things and, you know, he's bloodthirsty. So how would you how would you respond to that? You know him, you're a New Testament believer, we believe in the same God. It's not like there's an Old Testament God and a New Testament God. Um, so how would you respond to somebody that perhaps would look at this particular story and draw the conclusion that God is a monster and so on. God are. is just God just. is just mm-hmm. okay.
4: he, also, <clears throat> he also forewarned in the fact that if if he wanted a boat, he could have created a boat to save Noah and his family the very next day. Mm. The fact that he had Noah build the ark. <coughs> <clears throat> and it took a hundred years. Noah was obviously witnessing and talking to okay. whoever mm-hmm. came and mocked him. Mm. So God was giving opportunity and allowing that much time. We talked about Methuselah, you know, a few weeks back. That he said he wouldn't have any judgment until Methuselah died. Yeah. So he is giving time for, for grace <coughs> and young people
1: to um, respond. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Just like now. He mm-hmm. gives you know, everybody the opportunity and reaches out. Mm-hmm. And then
1: someday we'll be judged. So, yeah. Yeah. Sing it, sister. I'm. I was reminded of Matthew 24. I'll just read, it says, concerning the day and the hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven nor the Son, but the Father only, as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days, before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day when Noah entered the ark, and they were unaware, until the flood came and swept them all away, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Um, Now, is it wrong to eat and drink, marry and give in marriage? No. Not at all.
4: the, The way
5: they're doing it.
1: Well, maybe so. Um, maybe, maybe you're right. Um,
5: no thought. There's no thought about what God's doing, or
1: that's what I think the point of it is, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, it just like kind of went, like, went about another day. You know, and and no doubt Noah's telling people that, but nobody's taking it seriously. No one's responding. Um, and had there been no flood, would each of those people died at some yeah. point in time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole world was under a death sentence. So let me give you this example. Let's say that somebody was convicted of a crime and they were going to be executed for the crime. And the plan was, you know, we're going to execute them by the electric chair. But then as the year went on, two years went on, the appeal went on or whatever, we decided to change the method. Instead of the electric chair, we went to a lethal injection. Is that cruel? Is that heartless? No. Not at all. They could change the way that... Um, the execution was going to be implemented. So the whole world was under this death sentence. Um, the thing is that it, all, it came all at once here, and the means that God chooses to implement um, is up to him. And so he, he does. He decides to.
5: Correct. Yeah. Because I, like, I, I think one is, I don't think we view things the same way as God. Just like mm-hmm. how we value life versus what he ascribes to our souls, so to speak. Mm-hmm right that that's one thing I, I, I think it's also easier for us to understand when we think of like those evil people right you know we think of like ISIS and we you know, God wiped them out you know kind of thing and we don't know what it was like mm. there at all like how crazy was it and and um and then the, the, I guess the final thing is you know you just have to go God is just and and it's his creation to do with what he wants um But I guess the amazing thing to me is that he preserved a way Mm -hmm. to draw a bunch of people to himself. Versus just saying, I'm done.
1: Yeah. Just be happy
5: with Jesus and the Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yes, sir. I'm
0: kind of stuck on the corrupt thing, like all flesh corrupted. Okay.
2: I looked up the Hebrew just now, and it doesn't really give that. There's only one, one possible definition that gives the idea of ruined, as in something got twisted and was no longer correct, which goes back to the whole Bloodline yeah. getting yeah. screwed up.
3: Are you talking about verse
1: 13? 12. 12. So, Mark, your conclusion then is yeah, we can't say right. definitively?
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I yeah, don't... I mean, I'm, does,
1: you know, how
0: many, you know, how, how many, how much of the genetic structure of, or how many people were altered? hmm you know. right, right, well, the, the
2: fact that he says it three times, all flesh became flat, mm-hmm. all flesh became corrupted, and he says the earth has become corrupted. Mm-hmm. It seems to me like it was pretty much in this totality, except for Noah <laughs> in right. his line. So, that's
0: if if that's the case, angels can't be redeemed, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if their offspring, that's right. could their offspring <laughs> be
1: <laughs> yeah. redeemed? Yeah. Yeah.
6: yeah, makes sense.
1: Yeah, that is certainly a valid avenue to go down, um, whether that is it or not. If it was
2: quadrillion, that would mean that two quadrillion, minus eight, (laughs) all of them had been turned into some fraction of... Yeah. None. None. But when when you did your timetable, I was just thinking about this too. You did your timetable and you did the overlapping of the ages. Yeah. So how many of the... Good guys were alive when the flood came. Methuselah died when the flood hit. Yeah, correct. Right. But how many of the rest of those guys were? Right.
1: Oh, okay. oh, wait, he was the oldest one, so he was the last. that timeline. you got to keep that up on the wall somewhere. I think Lamech died five years earlier. Okay. Okay.
2: Because uh, I was trying to think, I mean, yes. I guess we would assume that they were good. Five years earlier. They were righteous? Well, I don't know. He's in that
1: line, but I don't know. That. Right. But that they crossed my mind. wiped out. Right. right. That crossed my yeah. mind. You know, the- None of them were alive. Okay. okay. So Lamech died five years before Methuselah, and then Noah was the only one still living.
2: So if you assume that that's the only line that stayed pure... I was peaking. <laughs> then maybe it doesn't make yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah. Now, Noah's kids' wives. That
6: was a okay. I remember hearing a sermon on that.
1: Did you? What'd you hear? Because yes, so I, I don't did. know anything. <laughs> um,
6: they were saying something that there could have been something going on with the wives. I don't want to take it all way off tangent, but that was a question. Not you know Noah's line was okay, but they said that something could have been going on um, through the wives that the sons um, had chosen. Yeah, which was weird. But the well, way his argument was, it really made you
1: um, <coughs> think. Well, I don't know. If, if we're looking at this idea of the purity of um, Noah's line, and that that was the only line that was not defiled by the Nephilim and the giants and all that stuff, what about these girls? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, who knows? Uh, but... Notice what they do to the Ark. They It says they cover it inside uh, and out with pitch. Mm-hmm. Anybody know what pitch is? Mm-hmm. Tar. Tar. Sticky tar. Sticky tar.
6: Flammable. Comes from oil. It Comes from
1: oil. Interesting. Mm-hmm. John D. Rockefeller. You guys know that name? Yeah. Yep, yeah. He's a you know, big oil guy.
6: He read the Bible. He, he read, read his, his to, Bible. You Where know, to get the oil from?
1: Yep. Yeah, that's not where he got all his well, oil from. Well,
6: you know. But
1: he did find oil in the Middle East based on his belief. And there's got to be oil over there. So and there was also this idea that the boat settled in um, in Ararat, which is in Turkey, I think. So anyway, he sent some folks over there in the late 1800s. And they did find some oil. They didn't find great great amounts. But I like a guy. He believes his Bible. He says, let's go for it, you know. Um, so anyway, that's kind of cool. But it says, cover it on the inside and out with pitch. I find that interesting because mm-hmm. the word "cover" that is used there is translated as atonement,
6: mm-hmm. oh. yeah.
1: seventy other times in the Bible,
6: yeah.
1: and so, which we know atonement is a covering; it's a blood mm-hmm. covering or sin. It doesn't take it away in the Old Testament; it covers over, and the Lord sees it, and mm-hmm. and so on. And so here they are covering; they are toning for sin, if you will, covering it up, um, this boat up. Pitch also does what, Josh? It's a it's a preservative. Why is that significant to you?
2: Because if you, on a modern boat, you only put the fiberglass on the outside. You only put the preservative on the outside, yet he covered the inside and the outside, significantly preserving it for future generations. Uh-huh. Possibly. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: nice set Well, um, throughout history, there's been reports. First off, throughout cultures... The story of the flood, maybe the account of the flood is a better way of saying it, is repeated again and again. This idea of a worldwide um, deluge of water um, is told. They all don't say there was a guy named Noah, you know, and he had a boat and his three sons or whatever. But the idea that a flood covered the whole earth is, is told throughout cultures throughout the whole world. But as far as Noah's Ark and this boat, um, I'll just give you a couple things real quick to consider. Um There was a Babylonian historian who in 275 BC, he wrote, but of this ship that grounded in Armenia, some part still remains in the mountains and some get pitched from the ship by scraping it off. kind of interesting. This guy wrote that. Um, Josephus, uh, who wrote roughly around the time of Jesus, he said the locals collected relics from the ark, and showed them off to this very day. He also said all of the ancient historians knew and wrote about the Ark. Um, in 180 AD, a guy by the name of Theophilus from Antioch, he wrote, the remains of the Ark are to this day to be seen in the mountains. Uh, there's a story of a Armenian man, Armenia is right up there near Turkey, mm-hmm. came to America, talks about how when he was a kid, he went up uh, with his father and three atheistic scientists, Um, and they found they tried to disprove the ark but they found it the one scientist um, admitted to the story on his deathbed even though he was still an atheist Um, 1876 a British statesman and author he climbed Ararat and reported finding um, this boat Um, six Turkish soldiers in 1916 claimed to find the boat uh, and so on and so forth during World War II, two pilots saw and photographed something they believed was the Ark on Mount Ararat, um, and so on and so forth. So, um, there's lots of different um, cases where people are pointing to that they have dis- or seen the Ark, or referenced the Ark, or they know about the Ark, uh, and Mind so nearly on. All
5: the cultures
3: there's a really good, I guess, I don't know if it's like PBS or something, but there's a really good special on a guy. He's a climber, probably one of the guys you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And it was his story about from the time he was a kid. Have you seen National that? Geographic, I believe. Yeah, National Geographic. And he grew up and then went back with his own kid or something. It was oh, right. really? Yeah. Did he find it? Yeah, they had photography of it. And oh. it, was, it was
1: really
3: cool.
1: Should I show the picture of the ark that we have?
2: Wasn't there a movie in the 80s with Harrison
1: Ford
3: about
2: some
1: art? I don't know, but I do know there's a <laughs> really good one with Russell Crowe out. Oh yeah. And
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was good special effects, but it wasn't a good
1: effect. There's story. Talking Rocks and oh, all good. Don't I go see I the I movie. Read, read, read Sadly, I so.
3: could not bring myself. To
1: I'll show you the picture of the ark after study. Right. I'll just do it on my thing. And, okay. Yeah, because right now it turned. It's on airplane mode. The one
3: and, from Ararat?
1: Um. One some first. some people think that. <laughs> yeah, I
3: mean yeah. I have. Yeah, I've seen that. That's a cool. It's like a big square. It's long...
1: the one from Veggie Tales, actually. Come <laughs> on. Oh, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Notice verse 15, Noah's told how to make it. This is how you are to make it. The length of the ark is 300 cubits. Its breadth is 50 cubits, and its height is 30 cubits. A cubit's about a foot and a half. 18 inches. Or a foot and a half. Some people say (laughs) 18. So that's 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, 45 feet height. Um, Somebody did the math. I'm going to trust them on this. That's 97,000 square feet of space is what they have uh, estimated and they compared that, that that is the equivalent to 520 boxcars. You know what a boxcar is? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. huh? That's a big train, yes. Um, somebody said if you turn, so remember it's 450 feet long, if you were to stand that up, it that's.
6: It'd be so seaworthy and still fall on its bottom. That's what they said. Okay. it would never sink. And only God can work that out like mathematically. And it's just awesome. It is like, the pretty awesome.
1: So it's been called, Corrected, maybe, that perhaps better than a boat would be that it was a, a barge in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody has said if you take it and you turn it right side up, that it would be 30 stories high of a building. You know, that's to give you an idea of, think of a building in New York or something like that. So this is quite a building um, or quite of a, a project that he had to build there. But notice verse 16, it says, make a roof for the ark, and finish it to a cubit above, and set the door of the ark in its side. Make it with lower, second, and third decks. And so, this isn't just like a round bowl, you know, that is floating out there in the water. Um, but there's doors. It seems across the entire top. There was like an opening for wind, for light, and for air. Um, did I say there's doors?
5: Door. There's door.
1: Um,
4: there's one way.
1: There's only one way in, right? <laughs>
4: one way to the
1: Lord. Does that remind you of something? Yeah,
4: one way to pray. Yeah, could. Yeah, okay. And hey, no serve. one did
5: shut
1: the door. Right. right. The Lord so the shut Lord the door. Lord shut it on. Why do you think that's significant? Well, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> it will Okay. Well, remind me. I don't know the answer. <laughs> okay. So, um, if you are ever in the mood for making one of these orcs, people are trying to do that or whatever. Um, Ken Ham is building an <laughs> ark. Are you doing that? That's what you said,
5: right? Yeah.
1: <coughs> That'd be pretty cool to do if I had like time to.
2: <laughs>
1: Maybe not full size, but <laughs> to scale, to scale.
4: <laughs> and you know, like we we'll get a bunch of kids together and give them that to do. You <laughs> can
3: do it full size,
1: it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> it's not full
4: size, but to <laughs> start, you know.
1: Scale. Oh, <laughs> it'd be really cool. I think that'd be great. I once built a model of the Capitol, U.S. Capitol. It was a puzzle. No, with uh, puzzle pieces. But it went up in the air. It's really fun. I had knee surgery and I was out of work for like three weeks, so it was fun. I kind of did that. But wouldn't that be cool to do that with the ark? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should invent that. Have your husband invent it. He's like smart. He
4: he would not have patience for that. Okay. You know, he's the numbers man. He
1: could tell you how many (laughs) pops. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He he wouldn't do it. Well, how about the cutting edge ladies?
4: Well, in our spare time. Yeah, you guys Um, can do do it. All right,
1: we'll set it up right here. All right, moving on, verse 17. He says, For behold, I will bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh, in which is the breath of life under heaven. Everything that is on the earth shall die. So imagine that statement. We know it. We've read the story, you know, sort of thing. But that statement being made to Noah, mm-hmm. lots of things are going to stand out about it. What, what are some of them that would catch Noah's attention?
2: Well, what's a flood?
1: Okay. What's it's a flood? It didn't right, 'cause rain, Right? Because it hadn't been raining at that time. Um, the, mists,
2: the mists were coming up still. I think.
1: So we we still think the whole canopy thing mm-hmm. was still in effect here. Interesting. And the, wa-
2: and the earth was being watered by mists coming up. Right? Yeah. So there was yeah. never uh, was an the internal thing. sprinkler system.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. What else stands out you think would catch Noah's attention? Come on, what's a big one? Destroy all flesh? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's going to catch his attention. Yeah. Certainly so. So, now, how does Mo- Noah hear that? Is Noah like, good, they all need to be destroyed? No. Or is his heart broken? Mm-hmm. Um,
5: broken?
1: I would hope so. I, I would like to think that it would be broken. I um
5: Russell Crowe. It may, it may have been, he may have been concerned at this point, too, because it, it, he later follows it, that God follows it with the covenant with him. Right. So, he, when he was talking about all flesh, that would include him, and he may have thought. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> well, I was thinking, if maybe he's thinking, what about my kids? Mm. You know, I, I would like to think if I'm building the boat, I'm getting on the boat. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, like, I have an exemption, right. right, Lord? You know, or whatever. But maybe, maybe he thought. But certainly, are my kids going to be okay and, and so on? Um, no problem. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not funny. It's not funny. Like on the play. Well notice uh, as part uh the end mark points out talks about bringing a floodwaters uh, some floodwaters or whatever but other than that doesn't explain to noah how this is all going to take place um, but noah obeys anyway right uh, and you know there are times in our lives that we have to proceed forward even without all the answers that's part of what it means to walk by faith um, you no, know I
5: have to figure it out that's what I want Figure out how to build the I mean, boat? He gave them the dimensions and all. Like, yeah, put a roof on it and a door on the side. That's how a big project. Lewis it's no joke. It. Like, build that. <laughs> no.
3: If he doesn't know what a flood is, what's a cubit? Yeah. <laughs> did, did, did he just sit,
5: sit about going, yeah, okay, yeah, in order to build it that big, we're going to need this long a tree and we're going to have to connect the wood in this kind of way? Because, I mean, maybe they made stuff, but not to that scale. But I don't know. Yeah,
2: yeah. The the, they were things. living. 900 years. Yeah, there had to down. be some technology <laughs> in their minds, no. Well, Nimrod, or Nimrod isn't mentioned yet. He was, in, or was he mentioned before? No, it was uh, the other guy. Uh, left, left, left. Uh, the guy that uh, built the city. Uh, K, tubal K. Yeah. So they built. We obviously know that they built stuff. do They build a art, but yeah.
1: Well, it continues, <laughs> Verse 18. So if Noah did indeed, as, as Jay postulated, think, well, am I going to be safe? Is my family going to be safe? Look at verse 18. But I'll establish my covenant with you, and you shall come into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And we call this the Noahic covenant. There are eight covenants in the Bible. Um There was a covenant, the Adamic for Adam, Abrahamic for Abraham, the Davidic covenant, David. There's a new covenant. This is the Noahic covenant here. Um, And the covenant is essentially a promise that God makes to man. So what is the covenant that God is making to Noah um, or will make to Noah? You've read ahead, I guess, so I'll I'll just ask if you happen to know. That he would no more
2: destroy the earth by a flood. Yeah,
1: there you go. And the sign of that? Rainbow. a rainbow. rainbow, okay. in the sky.
2: Well, right. doesn't he also promise he was going to reestablish? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So life. government, the reestablishment of life, government. So there's a lot of other aspects to it, uh, I guess, but the, the main thing that we, we typically think of and consider is the idea that the earth would not, again, be destroyed through a flood. Um, you know, you look later on in the New Testament, you see the book of Revelation, you see that the earth is going to, go through quite a bit, and then eventually be replaced. Um, but never again with the flood, it says there. All right, verse 19, And of the liv- and of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark and keep them alive with you, and they shall be male and female, of the birds, according to their kinds, of every creeping thing of the ground, according to its kind. It's like bugs and stuff. Um, he went to that something like that. According to its kind, two of every sort shall come into you to keep them alive. Also verse 21, take with you every sort of food that is eaten and store it up. It shall serve as food for you and for them. Now if Adam, excuse me, if Noah brought all of these animals, why didn't he just eat some of them? <laughs> That's your seed be <laughs> okay, they had to reproduce, so you could have brought three of the animals.
4: <laughs> God said
1: two. God said two, but there's another answer. Yes.
0: Weren't they still
1: They were still vegetarians. It's not until chapter nine, verse four, where it says, "But you shall not." So it, it says. Uh, Verse three, every moving thing that lives shall be food for you, and as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything, but you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, with its blood. You know, it goes on and get that explanation. So that's where eating the animals um, comes in. And um, I kind of wonder if the animals are like, hey, we've been friends You know lately. Was it something I said? You know, so, but anyway, um, so that's that part. So they bring in all of these animals, um, Two of every animal it talks about. Well, um, every kind. Uh, now, there, talk, let's talk about that. Yeah. What does that mean to you when you, why do you s- say that? Well, because,
2: come on, it's only as big as even a 30-story building can hold two of every animal. It's not big enough.
1: That's what do you mean? Go ahead, keep talking, and what? What? <laughs> Somebody? Somebody said something over here. Well, I was just saying,
5: like, I guess what you mean is
2: that he brought the bird type. So Yeah, like you would need to, to get all the different breeds and types of dogs we have and mm-hmm. foxes, we only need one kind to, to start off with and then it mm-hmm. would delineate from there. But birds then are then I'm sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say like
5: birds are different though, right? Like I don't know if all birds can interbreed. <coughs> right. Can they? Like I don't know. Google a Great Dane, maybe I don't know, mm-hmm. but
2: <laughs> but I'm just throwing a grenade. That's yep. But, so but I guess I'm just saying, that, you, know, <laughs> are, maybe, you know. But it seems like you could take less, like you said. Maybe, you wouldn't you have know. to have every dog type. You could one take. parrot, one crow, right? Right. One sparrow. I mean, did you know there were 30,000 species... Well, he didn't bring any plants on board. You realize there's 30,000 species of orchid? And that's outrageous. So, he didn't have to bring plants, but I'm saying there's a type. Don't need to bring one type.
1: Well, somebody... I don't understand all this, so I'll just throw this out, and you guys can Mm -hmm. talk to me. People have interpreted this two ways. One is where it would read this way. Two of every family of animal. Mm -hmm. That sounds like what you're reading it as. And if that's the case, there would be... Basically 700 pairs of animals Mm -hmm. is how they concluded that on how they did that. Others read the verse as two of every species of animal. Mm -hmm. Then there would be 35,000 pairs of animals, Mm -hmm. if that is the case. And
2: a lot of things are small.
1: Now, I'll throw this at you. Um, Again, I don't know how the guy did the math on this, but he said this. The average size of a land animal is smaller than a sheep. That's the average size of a land animal. Over bigger. the ark could carry 136,560 sheep in half of its capacity. They remember the numbers of the square footage, leaving plenty of room for people, food, water, and what other provisions were needed. So, uh, do that what you want. There's a lot of animals on there. Sorry, buddy. A lot of animals that are on there, whether it's uh, you know two dogs. They got a Shih Tzu and a Great Dane, and they figured out the rest. Um,
6: what about dinosaurs?
1: What about dinosaurs? Well, they lived like millions of years before,
5: right? Mm. Sure. You don't agree? I would just clear my throat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so,
1: what's the deal with dinosaurs? When did dinosaurs, uh, did they walk the earth, or did someone just make all this up? No. They walked the earth, okay, and flew and all that stuff. So, did they live with men, before men? Sir, you seem anxious. Yes. You're anxious and too, too. you believe my they my walked my the my earth?
0: I, I think they were there well, before. Yeah, right. Job During, about before. you bone Job,
4: Leviathan. Di- uh-huh. Leviathan.
0: Well, I mean, we have physical evidence. We're seeing, you know... They just discovered a mammoth in Michigan, you know, but, I mean, they found these, you know, huge skeletons. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing with reptiles, um, they don't stop growing until they die.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So... Had if you, this conversation.
5: Yeah. So?
0: If you've got this little guy, you know, and you're dealing with these humans that are living pretty long, why not the animals, too? Okay. So maybe... So. Got, he didn't have to bring. You didn't have to bring like hundred foot ones. senior. He could have brought like, hey, junior, like you Little know guys. maybe this big.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And then maybe, you know, as man's lifespan shortens, perhaps theirs did too. And did they exist
2: with us? Well, there's, like you said, there's flood myth across cultures. There's. You know, dragon myths across mm-hmm. cultures, and they all seem to be very similar, mm-hmm. which causes me to believe right. that the dinosaur species didn't actually die out until sometime during the Middle Ages. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. What? When knights were going what was out the little to slay uh, dragons. Did. Yeah. It? What was the play that your kid did for one of the skit nights? Da da da, and the dragon. I remember that. That was the day that Joel the got stuck or? in the chair. That's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> He's okay, slipping.
1: so possible. So Josh is suggesting because yeah. some of the yeah. the myths or whatever We're talk about we'll the way totally up
2: into recent history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there is
1: archaeological history. evidence of human fossils and dinosaur fossils Co-existent. that are found together. Mm-hmm. Um, so hmm. there you have it. Um, anyway, he could have just brought in baby dinosaurs, yeah. so and they could have been on the boat. Uh, verse 22, Noah did this, remember this is what I want you to do, Noah did this, he did all that God commanded him. Um, again, not knowing fully what's going on, why is it got to be so big, God? Why can't it be smaller, you know, and all this? Why do I need two of every animal? God just told him to do these things, and so he got to work. It took him 100 years, or maybe, but he did all of these things. And, and the idea there, the lesson for us is, Obedience in every area—that's what God calls us to do, and we do it, even if we don't fully understand. Um, God saved Noah via via the ark. Um, That is God's sovereignty, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But Noah is responsible to go out and build the ark, and that's his responsibility. And so, those two things work together. I know God's going to save who He's going to save. Not totally convinced He's going to send to hell who He's going to (laughs) send, but I know He's going to save who He's going to save. But
3: He doesn't send people.
1: I was just making a point about a joke or a conversation last week. Um, but it's my responsibility to get out there and share with people. It's yeah, your responsibility. It. Let's go. Right. You're there. I did the you know, I mean, grocery store today. Nice. Very good. Right. We'll talk about it.
3: <laughs> but, you
1: know, some might say, well, God's going to save who he wants to save.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, I know that. But he's going to use people mm-hmm. to do so, and he wants to use us as his children. So get out there mm. and do your part. You know.
3: And he uses you because it strengthens your faith. As well.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a pleasure. Exactly. Tell us about your faith story today.
3: Oh, it wasn't that big a deal, but this really grumpy person gets saved and has yeah, salvation. Exactly. It's not a
1: big deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh,
3: no, just a grumpy guy at the grocery store. I've known him for years. He never hmm. smiles, never says hello. He greets you paper or plastic. Oh. That's all he ever says don't for years. I won't okay, disclose. And um, the song was playing, it was a John Denver Rocky Mountain High or something. It wasn't that song, but I happen to be thinking, what is with this song? It's stuck. Because it just kept repeating this one line over and over and over again. <laughs> uh-huh. And Grumpy Gus says to me, this song is stuck. And I'm like, oh, I just, that. I just thought the same thing. He said, now that they passed the marijuana laws in Colorado, this song has a whole new meaning. <laughs> I said, yes, it does. Yes, it does. I said, and as a matter of fact, it is now, you know, the days where right is wrong and wrong is right, nice. and, you know, things are backwards and where they shouldn't be, and so it wasn't exactly, it was good truth. So general truth. truth, yeah.
1: I like it. So. All right, so Noah is a preacher in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. With his words, no doubt, people say, what are you doing, crazy man? And he explained to them what was going on. Certainly with his actions, he's out there, he's building. That is testifying against the world that he the lives ministry. in. How effective was, was his preaching ministry?
2: Was no Not so saved. much. <laughs> well, it only saved his sons and their wives and his, and his wife. I'm thankful.
1: And you're thankful, though. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Saved yeah. me.
1: And, and so that's kind of the point that I'm trying to make here is, you know, the, the numbers... May not testify mm. to the fruitfulness and the value and the faithfulness of his ministry, but long term, essentially the Messiah came. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. So here is a guy um, that was very effective in what God had called him to do, and he just faithfully, with not fully understanding, does what God asked him to do. He lets God d- take care of the results and. Again, God eventually will send forth the Messiah. And all of us, we're all cousins. Mm -hmm. We're all related because of Noah's faithfulness. (laughs) All right, any other thoughts from you on that? Fantastic. All right, well, that brings us to the conclusion of Chapter 6. Next week, Noah goes into the boat, uh, or the barge, I guess we said, covered barge. Let's pray. Are we doing another song? Yeah, we not. Father, thank you for uh, the good discussion once again, Lord, and, and the way you've blessed our conversation. Lord, we do pray, Lord, that uh, we look at our days. And, uh, Lord, you've made a similar promi- promise to us. You didn't tell Noah what day uh, the uh, flood was going to come. Uh, but... You made it clear to him that a judgment was coming, and, and same exact thing in our lives. It's exactly where we sit. Lord, we know that Your coming is seems sooner. It's certainly sooner than yesterday. And Lord, we know that there are many Lord that need to hear You and come to know You as Savior. And so, Lord, we pray that You would give us uh, sort of the ministry of a Noah, um, Lord, where we might be able to to preach into. Lord, the culture in which we live and offer, Lord, a place of refuge um, and that many would come and respond. Lord, just cause us to be faithful even when we don't understand all the answers, we pray in your name. Amen. Amen.
3: Thanks again for listening to the sermon podcast of Calvary Chapel of Mercer County. If you would like more information about the church, its ministries, its worship services, or its small groups,
0: please visit ccmercer.com or download the church app to your phone.